Hello, everyone, and welcome on in to another episode of Betting the High Line, your destination for all of your picks, parlays, and plays around the beautiful game, powered by the Book It Sports Network. I'm Thomas Viola, and flying solo today. No Taylor Wilson with us. He is slammed with work, but we did not want to leave you guys high and dry for the Premier League weekend, so... I'm just going to recap some of the Champions League and Europa League action that was over the week because it was a brutal betting weekend for me. The cold streak continues. I am colder than a Texas snowstorm right now, guys. So, hey, maybe with some of these EPL plays for the weekend, you want to fade me. That is up to you, but still here to give you my thoughts and analysis for each and every game that Quite frankly, I have thoughts and analysis for because there are a handful of no plays this weekend, but otherwise a pretty decent betting slate. But let's start by talking about some of the surprising results from the Champions League, starting with Juventus losing to Porto 2-1 to one on the away leg. Granted, it was in Portugal, and getting that away goal was absolutely crucial. Porto going to be feeling really, really upset with themselves that they couldn't get out with a 2-0 result because that would have been huge, but Juventus grabs a clutch away goal, and we will discuss more of that on the second leg once it comes around, because this is really going to change how you're going to want to approach handicapping a game like this, knowing that Porto is going to have to go out and probably score a goal if they want to get through. Meanwhile, Juventus, a 2-0 win, they they won't even need 2-0. One goal would do it for Juventus on the second leg, but right now, They're in a little bit of a pickle. Definitely good to get that first goal on the road, though. Interestingly enough, now the most bet on team by money at DraftKings. Our friends at DraftKings, kind enough to provide us with some of these stats. After all, we do use their lines primarily here on this show. They don't pay us for this. Full disclosure, this is not an advertisement. We just particularly like the betting menu that they offer, and they typically do have more availability than most of the books that you're going to get, especially here in Las Vegas, where I am based. Looking into the futures market here in the Champions League, again, on DraftKings, Juventus currently sitting at 16-1, to and not really a terrible play, in my opinion. They, I do believe that they will get the goal that they need at home in Turin to get out of this round, and then after that, all up in the air, Moving forward, Dortmund has moved all the way down to 17 to 1 after an impressive showing the other day. An impressive showing the other day. I thought that Sevilla, of course, friend of the show, Bruce Marshall, saying Sevilla is the team that he likes to win at all. They did not start out the knockout stage well. Dortmund just finally came alive after a month of doing virtually nothing. Erling Haaland comes out. Two goals and an assist. And I say virtually doing nothing is in Dortmund doing nothing. Erling Haaland, the goal-scoring machine as ever. And this, this is why this kid is going to be a superstar. This kid came out on the biggest stage possible in the biggest moment, and he showed up in spades for his team. Dortmund moves down to 17-1, to and that makes my futures ticket on them very happy. Although, of course, last week I did think that Sevilla was going to win that game. So my bankroll was not very happy from this weekend. I also had Juventus, but Hey, that's what happens sometimes. PSG takes out Barcelona in what was one of the matchups of two of the biggest clubs out there in the round of 16 and Barcelona just still looks lost. And PSG very much looks like a team that can compete with Bayern and Man City for the crown. 
They've moved all the way to five to one in the futures market at DraftKings to win the entire Champions League. And remember, this is the team who was in second. They made the final last year. They've been there. They can handle it. And they proved that they could do it even without Neymar and no Di Maria as well. But Kylie and Mbappe comes through. And you want to talk about another kid coming up in the clutch. Huge for Mbappe. And I think the biggest story of the week for Champions League is that the big clubs that have looked weak have come through. Curious to see if that's going to continue with the likes of Real Madrid next week, but we will get there when we get there because Liverpool also took care of business handling Leipzig. And this was a team in Leipzig that I think was a lot of betters favorites. I tweeted out my picks saying, Hey, I like Leipzig this week and instantly saw everyone else doing the same. And I just knew at that point, Oh, that's the kiss of death. And sure enough, Liverpool's offense finally comes alive and they get the goals that they needed to take down Red Bull and give themselves a very, very nice opportunity heading back into Anfield for the second leg. Liverpool probably going to advance out of this one. A brutal beat in the Europa League. Milan up 2-1 to one in the 93rd minute against a 10-man team. Fails to get the job done. And absolutely brutal. I was an AC Milan backer in this game. And they give up the equalizer against Servena Zvezda. A Russian team. Is that even a Russian team? I honestly can't even tell you. And I know that I'm butchering that. Well, it is Red Star. It's Red Star Belgrade. That is the team uh, that they beat. Of course, uh, my results here listed them by what I can only describe as their Serbian name. But Red Star Belgrade, a team that, interestingly enough, has won a Champions League title. And they get the result as a 10-man side drawing with AC Milan. Big for them and a brutal beat for AC Milan backers like myself in that game. Napoli also lost to Granada. It was a rough week all around for Italian teams. The only one that won was Roma. They took care of business in their game against another 10-man side. But another team that I real quick want to touch on here, Shakhtar. Potential at 30-1 to to win the Europa League. This is a team that came down from the Champions League. They're a pretty good side. And I think that that number, there's a little bit of value there. They played well. They got the one no result that they needed in the Europa League this week. They'll need to, of course, wrap that up on the second leg. And speaking of wrapping things up, Manchester City has wrapped up the EPL title. It is all but official at this point. They're down to minus 5,000 in DraftKings to win the title. They have a 10-point lead, and no one really looks like they're coming close. This team can now safely focus on winning every trophy that they possibly can. They have a chance here as they beat Everton to advance in the FA Cup. They can, of course, win the Premier League, and you know that they are eyeing that Champions League spot. But let's get in to a couple games now. No best bets this week without Taylor. I don't want to throw off the record that much. But let's talk about this EPL slate for the week, and let's start with Southampton versus Chelsea coming up tomorrow at 4.30 a.m., bright and early. Southampton 4-1 to one. As a home dog, Chelsea minus 143 on the road and the draw plus 285. Guys, I'm feeling Chelsea minus 143. That's a little bit of juice, but Southampton has not been playing up to the snuff that Taylor Wilson would like them to play to as of late, and they're going up against his favorite club here. And I think that Chelsea can get it done on the road, but minus 143 is a little bit of juice to lay. I'm also leaning to the two and a half goals. Over two and a half at minus 112. Both of these teams are coming out here in a position with questionable defenses. I think Southampton could potentially get one and Chelsea winning would grab you the other two at a two to one, two to one's all you need there. 
And I like that over two and a half minus 112. That's not too much juice to be laying. I'm feeling the over in that game. Meanwhile, let's talk about one of the biggest games coming up on the slate this weekend, the Merseyside Derby, Liverpool versus Everton, Liverpool minus 220, Everton plus 575, and the drop plus 360. Everton's been a very fluky team. We've talked about this plenty of times. They're my personal favorite club, and I hate betting on them, betting against them, anything that involves them. It's always a terrible proposition because this is the most up and down, weirdest team in the Premier League that goes out and does the weirdest things, and they can change on a dime. They can have a terrible first half and then come out like they did against Manchester United and draw the game 3-3 when you think that they should have been the better side if they come out and play the entire game like they did in that second half. But in this game, they I don't think that they get the job done. Both teams going to be very tired here. Liverpool with their Champions League fixture in the midweek, of course, and Everton taking on Manchester City in the midweek. It's just been brutal for them. You saw this team. They played Manchester City very well in the loss. It was 3-1, to one, but I don't think that really tells the full story of the game. But then this team the week before, over the weekend, lost to Fulham in a game where they looked absolutely listless and lifeless. I think they're going to be tired in this one, and the biggest problem for them, no DCL. Dominic Calvert-Lewin still out with injury, and he is by far and away their biggest attacking threat. They're playing Gilfie Sigurdsson up top, which is not the answer for anything. Richarlison able to grab a goal against the vaunted city defense. I think he'll be able to do the same against a leaky or Everton defense, leaky or Liverpool defense, I should say. And I think that the rest of the way, the Liverpool offense, which finally came alive in that champions league, I think they will be a little bit tired, but I think once they get the first goal, the floodgates are going to come open. The story I see of this game is Everton drawing the game one, one, in the first half after going down early and then the floodgates opening up Liverpool grabbing two more in the second. I like over three and a half goals, a plus plus one fifty-five here. This is more of a lean. I don't know if I'm even going to play it. I also kind of like the draw as kind of a fade to my own intuition simply because Everton's been able to do some weird things, especially against this Liverpool team. They always get up for this match. If there were fans in the stadiums, I don't know how much of an impact that would have. But I think either the draw or the over three and a half goals might be the way to go in this one. I think both teams are going to be tired, and I think that's going to lead to a little more offense than defense, especially from the Liverpool side, because this Everton team is going to have to push forward after they go down, and I think that's going to open up some spots. Fulham versus Sheffield in a battle of relegation teams that are both desperately going to want three points here. Fulham plus 114, Sheffield plus 280, and the draw plus 215. This one's a really tough one for me to get a read on. I think Fulham's been the better side as of late. However, both of these teams, as our friend Dylan Esma, friend of the show, has mentioned, can be very, very good right now, given the fact that the results have started coming for them. The stats said that they should be a little bit better than they have been, and now they're both starting to get those results. Fulham's at home, plus 114. They had a big game versus Everton. I'd be tempted to lean with them in this spot. I think Sheffield still is very much worse than they are. And this is a game where neither team is going to be content to play for a point. These are the teams that are in the relegation zone and getting three points up on one of them is going to be of the utmost importance to both sides here. West Ham versus Tottenham, a game that would have surprised you at the beginning of the season. If you said Tottenham was going to be the road dog only slightly at plus 175. West Ham plus 160 at home in the draw plus 235. Another game that might be a little bit tough to handicap. 
I'm not really interested in a side in this game. I am interested in a total under two and a half goals, minus 127. Neither of these teams really has been fluent in putting up the points as of late. Harry Kane finally back for the Spurs. But in this one, I think both defenses are going to hold stout. I could see this one playing out to a 0-0 draw or a 1-1. I don't even know if we get the winner of the draw, plus 235. Not a terrible option, but still not where I'm going to go in this one. I like the under play here, two and a half goals. Aston Villa versus Leicester City, my favorite, my favorite non- Everton game of the week. I will definitely be watching that one, but this one right behind it for me on Sunday at 6 a.m. Pacific time. Aston Villa two to one as a home dog. Leicester City plus 130 on the road. The drop plus 255. And this is where I think that there's a little bit of an advantage for us here in the betting market. I think two to one is a little bit off on what has been a very good Villa side. And you factor in that this Leicester City team just had to go out and play a very very, very taxing midweek game versus Slavia Praha. And that game finished 0-0. Leicester unable to find a uh, unable to find a goal, uh, only able to find one shot on goal to Slavia's three. It was a very defensive game and just taxing all around. I think that they're going to be very tired. These Europa League games going over to play there in the heartland of Europe can be very tough for a team. And I think Leicester's going to come out flat in this one. I like Aston Villa two to one, probably my favorite play of the week because you're getting plenty of value on a team that is much more well-rested coming off eight days of rest here. Give me a good Villa team against this Leicester team. And I think as Europe heats up and the Europa League games start coming fast and furious for Leicester, this is where we're going to see them sliding down the table in the Premier League, assuming of course that they're able to get the goal at home versus Slavia and continue to advance in the Europa League. Now, sorry guys, dealing with the fact that I am a one-man crew here, have to stop and take a breath at some point, right? Let's move right on though. Arsenal versus Man City and Arsenal plus 550, Man City minus 205 on the road here at the Emirates, plus 350 on the draw. Not really anything that I can take here. It's going to be a fun game to watch. Um, Over two and a half goals would probably be my play gun to my head. Minus 136 at DraftKings. I, I, this Arsenal defense is still pretty leaky. Man City is very stout. And while that means that we're going to be relying on one side to do most of the scoring, I could see Man City winning this game 3-0. This Arsenal team has been doing better as of late, but their defense is still rather leaky. And I'm not really interested in taking a team. Their expected goals allowed 2484 on understat.com this is just not the team that i'm looking for to put up a fight against man city here in this spot and they also had a europa league game of their own to deal with man city did of course have the fa cup game versus everton in the midweek but i still think that they're going to be the ones coming out stronger here and i think that they can get us to three goals in this game they haven't been playing like it recently with their offense they've been more more defensive as a side but i still think that they have enough scoring talent to take advantage of Arsenal that just do not have the best defense and have quite frankly been mid-table this season. One more game here on the docket, Manchester United versus Newcastle United. Man U at home, minus 335. Newcastle 9-1 to on the road. And guys here, I'm going with a team prop. I am going with Manchester United total goals. And 
I believe that they are going to be, I, I believe that they're, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm going with Manchester United to win both halves. Yes, plus 180. I think they get a goal in the first half and that they get a goal in the second half. But that is a rather exotic play. I'm trying to pull some blood from the stone here in this game. The numbers just don't really add up for you. I'm trying to find a team total prop here on them because that might be the way to go as far as that might be the way to go as far as betting on Manchester United to get over two and a half goals on their own. But I'm only finding away team totals here on DraftKings right now. So it looks like I'm going to be out of luck on that one as Manchester United, of course, are at home. You could take a look at over two and a half goals in this game. It's at minus 182, though. They expect Newcastle's defense to be as terrible as it has been. They might be the worst team in the Premier League right now from a statistic standpoint. And Manchester United is going to walk all over them. I firmly believe that. They're the favorite to win the Europa League. They acted like it in the midweek. And I think we're going to be able to come out here and do more of the same. But guys, that is going to wrap it up for my picks here. A very, very abbreviated version of the show. No Taylor Wilson today, but I promise you we will make it up to you next week. We will be back here on Monday. Tune in for a very special Champions League only edition of the pod. We're going to start doing that here as the Champions League heats up trying to give you two episodes a week, one in the beginning of the week, one in the end, so that we cover the weekend slate as well as the as well as the Champions League and all of those midweek games going on. It has been a wild schedule all year, and Champions League just means we have even more football to bet on. Watch your bankroll. I know that it has been brutal for me as of late, but hey, just means we have more games to bet on, more chances to win. One final pick I'm going to throw out here for you. Stuttgart, even money, away from home versus FC Köln. Köln's been quite terrible. They're plus 245 at home in this game. And Stuttgart has been very middle of the table, and they're backed by, they're managed by an American. I always love backing our boys. So that's going to be my Bundesliga play. That is going to do it for us here, guys. Download the Book at Sports app today. Follow me there at TV at work, and follow me on Twitter TV at work as well. And you can follow Taylor Wilson, of course, at ATLT Will with one L on Twitter and just T Will with one L on the Book It Sports app. Guys, let us know what you think of the show, what you're playing this week. We love to hear from you and we post all of our picks and plays on both apps. So check us out and be sure to give Book It Sports a follow as well. Have a good one and best of luck this weekend.